Hello, Michelle Laurie here. It's no secret that Australia's property market is out of control these days, but I, for one, can't seem to stop following along. I've become a bit obsessed with it, to be honest. What's up, what's down, and who on earth is paying those prices for those houses? So I want to personally recommend a podcast for you. It's called Real Property. It'll keep you across the latest information on the Australian property market in a clear and easy-to-digest way. Real Property, building a community of more informed property buyers. Take a listen wherever you get your podcasts. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. The producers of this podcast recognize the traditional owners of the land on which it's recorded. They pay respect to the Aboriginal elders past, present and those emerging. It's a shame that you only see us and you celebrate us when you see sporting moments and things like that. You don't have to be a high-level sporting athlete with a disability to be recognised. I think everyone should be recognised whether they have a disability or not. Louise Savage, who simply was the Paralympics as far as I was concerned for a very long time. She and her racing wheelchair won nine gold and four silver medals at the Paralympics, three IPC World Championships and four Boston Marathons. She's also held four world records. Louise now coaches Madison de Rosario, who is quickly becoming a wheelchair sprinting superstar. I'm Michelle Laurie and this is Calm Your Farm, Tips and tricks for taking care of you from the unlikeliest of gurus. I usually associate successful athletes with adrenaline, to be honest. Aggression even, not with calm. But I've learned recently that sustainability in sport, particularly after retirement, requires the ability to calm that beast within. And coaching requires the ability to calm that beast within others. So how does Louise Savage go about it? I coach Madison De Rosario, who's, um, you know, she's a very successful athlete. She's a very pretty girl. She's very opinionated. She, you know, she puts herself out there, which is great. But she cops it as well sometimes. She doesn't show me everything or tell me everything, but some of the things that she gets online is just amazing. It blows my mind that people are so brave and just, just don't care. So I don't know how she copes with that sometimes. I think she just blocks it out. And there is a lot of negativity around disability, which is unfortunate. Um, love to be able to change that. <laughs> that would be awesome. Um, so it gets frustrating sometimes when it's kind of stereotyped into, into one thing all the time. People associate success and, and people with disabilities with sport but there's so many other things that people do in life that are just fantastic and achieve 
but you know when I go to the shops and someone congratulates me for you know getting out of bed that morning it's like mm, okay probably not quite <laughs> more than anything it's it's great when people ask um I suppose questions and things like that I'm, I'm not a, opposed to someone asking me something rather than assuming I think that's one of the biggest things about disability people instantly assume what I can and can't cannot do without even saying a word <laughs> which is frustrating <laughs> but you know I, I think the more exposure and the more integration into society and to show that people with disabilities are part of your community and make it a valuable contribution as well. So that's probably one of the greatest things. I mean, when I first started going to school, um, most kids with disabilities went to, let's say, a special school. But, you know, most kids are integrated into regular schools now. They have disability units if they need to or some assistance. And that's fantastic. So all these kids are just growing up with other children and it's, it's becoming the norm and it's fantastic. One of the hardest things was um, obviously I, I retired from my sport, um, but I I went into coaching and I wasn't sure if I'd be any good at it, but I thought I'd have a go. And yeah, it just kind of took off from there. But when I went to my first Paralympics as a coach in Beijing in 2008, after that, I really took a dive, I think, and just didn't deal with it very well. <laughs> you go from something that you're really good at and you know what you're doing and it's all organized and you know you're good at it and you've got to that point and you've just got to try and stay on top and then all of a sudden that's gone and you're just kind of like hmm okay all my structure and everything in life has just changed so yeah you've got to figure out where's your next path in life it took a long time I think just to get back into it I did some traveling actually on my own, which was kind of cool I, in Europe. And I'd never really done that before and didn't know whether I could. So um, that was totally interesting. But yeah, I, I got some help. I actually talked to other athletes that had been through it before me and what they did. I actually ran into some people that saw that I wasn't so good and they knew where to point me in what direction. So I think I had a few people looking out for me which was fantastic and yeah not everybody gets that so yeah I'm very grateful it was really good to know that there are other people but even now there's there's so much more assistance and help to athletes which is fantastic and I think that's just you know something that's evolved and it's absolutely brilliant being an ex-athlete I still love to exercise and probably want to go further than I, my body will let me. <laughs> my athletes know that. I get more excited about their training sessions than they do. And I think that gets frustrating for them. <laughs> but yeah, I still like to, to keep physically active. So uh, for me, it's still, you know, riding my hand cycle or I don't fit in a race chair anymore, unfortunately. They're rather figure hugging. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I still ride my bike. I row an erg machine and try and go for walks with friends and stuff like that, which is really nice trying to keep physically active I think that's one thing that does my head in if I can't actually do that I've, I've gotten a lot better with it now but being physically active is probably one of the best things as well for my mental health talk to different people but also find out what worked for them their little bits of advice not everything's going to be relevant to you but you can take away snippets here and there 
you kind of listen to lots of people's opinions and and different perspectives on stuff and just think oh, okay I like that and you don't really agree with that but hmm, I'll take a little bit of this and a little bit of that from here and there and try and form my own decision and then really trying to figure out who the best person is to go to try and help me make those decisions. I think your your family and your friends are probably one of the biggest resources as well. As long as you've got some great friends that you can kind of release on, if that makes sense, and they either help you or they just take it. So that's good. They just, you know, yeah, got it, understand, keep it going, get the flow out, you know. As long as they're there to listen, I think more than anything, it's probably one of the biggest benefits as well. Um, I've got a couple of friends like that. <laughs> for more tips on taking care of you from the unlikeliest of gurus, including recipes for relaxing body products you can make at home, things to read and watch instead of scrolling through your phone, cheap, cheerful and calming gift ideas, go to calmyourfarm.com.au. We'd love to hear your ideas too. This has been another Smartfella production in conjunction with the Acast Creator Network. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.